Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Transparency and Truth. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how the pandemic has made me realize that I need alone time to be a more balanced person. And I'm going to offer up a couple of suggestions for how you can squeeze some alone time in, even when it seems like time is limited. So let's get into it. Welcome to Transparency and Truth, a safe space for female growth seekers where we reframe the narrative, rewrite the story, and move from stuck to successful in all ways for always. I am your host, Takenya Hampton, a growth and development coach helping you transform the relationship you have with yourself by releasing self-sabotaging beliefs and negative self-talk. Here, you will hear relatable topics with myself and guests that are sometimes in the middle of the struggle, sometimes at the point of overcoming, but always an inspiration. The journey doesn't have a final destination, but we are here for the ride and ready to grow through it and not just go through it. Want to learn more about what we talk about on the show today? You can always meet me over at tekenyahampton.com. Now let's get into today's show. I am what I would like to call an extroverted introvert. And that simply means that while I enjoy spending time with people, when I spend time peopling, I then need time to myself to recharge and regroup. I can't just continuously like people all the time. And I have been like this probably as long as I can remember. I think when I look back over my adult life, I've been this way since college, Um, having roommates who would all get up and get ready to go out on the weekend. I looked forward to that time that they were going to party to be able to have the dorm to myself to just simply be able to kick back in comfy clothes, watch crime shows on TV, and fall asleep in peace if that's what I felt inclined to do at that point. I've always been the type of person that can have like one or two people in my space regularly if they are pretty low-key. So having a significant other is not problematic for me, like where I need to get away from my significant other typically. But where I notice it most is like once having children thrown into the mix, the need for alone time is just so, so essential. The last 19 months of this pandemic has really shown me how essential alone time is for a person like me. Um, these last 19 months have been a emotional roller coaster because everything that I had put in place to give myself balance and tend to both my emotional and physical health was like stopped or modified in a very, very extreme way. After moving to North Carolina five years ago and leaving work. And then being at home with my youngest, who at the time was three, 
um, day in and day out, that was a bit of a um, shock to my system, being at home with a very demanding three-year-old every day, not having a commute to listen to what I wanted to listen to on the radio and decompress and like mentally prepare for the responsibility every day. I had finally gotten to the point that I not only had got him in school full time, um, my oldest being in school full time, and also I was working, but working virtually and from home. So I had a lot of time at home to both work and feel productive, but also to balance um, the responsibility of home life and cooking and all of those types of things. And I was really proud of myself because I had started to make it a priority to put exercise into the mix because not only did I need it physically, but I noticed the difference in my emotional well-being from all of that. And then everything abruptly came to a stop in March of last year when the pandemic hit. And like most everyone else, I think I thought that it wouldn't be that bad. It wouldn't last that long. Worst case scenario, a couple of months, it was kind of nice to have everybody at home and not be so busy all the time because while I was really happy and proud of feeling like I was starting to find balance throughout my day, the evenings were the part that was like the struggle where it's like, again, running to the gym and then extracurricular activities for the kids and cooking and wifing and all of the different responsibilities. So when the pandemic first hit, it was kind of a bit of a relief to just be able to sit still, to not have to get up so early every morning, um, to be able to have everybody at home and just not have to worry about packing lunches and do I have enough groceries for them to take to work and school with them and also um, for us to eat at home for dinner and lunch and snacks and things like that. Like it just seemed like it made things a little bit easier and it was a little bit of a breather for a person like me. But after a while, after a while, I know you guys, I know at least some of you can relate. It was like, okay, enough is enough. And when does this end? And when does everybody go back to their respective places so that I can have my house back? And in these last couple of months, just really trying to reflect over like, why have I been so stressed out? Why am I what feels like an emotional mess more times than not? And why do I always just feel so burnt out? I realized that the thing that's playing the biggest factor for me is the fact that I do not get the alone time that I used to get before. And while I know I may not ever get that amount of alone time again, I've had to start to be really strategic in figuring out how to get that time to myself because it is so essential. I have come to realize that having time alone allows me to be my best self. It prevents me from being burnt out. It allows me time to recharge. And overall, if I'm just being real about it, it makes me happier. I love my family. I love having family time. And I love that they are home and I get to spend this time, um, more time with my son, being able to homeschool him. 
it's a lot more responsibility and yes, it is more stressful, but I also think about the benefits of it and having my husband at home and, you know, he doesn't have to get up and go for that long commute every day. And he's able to help out at least when I say I need help and things like that. Like all of those things are amazing. And with my oldest, she's in and out, but she's here more and we get to have time. And that's also been very essential in us just strengthening our relationship. I am still happier when I have alone time. I have found that constantly being surrounded by noise and motion, it just makes it impossible for me to think sometimes. Like when I'm trying to work on things, it has affected my creativity. It has affected just even my ability to perform like my nine to five responsibilities sometimes. Um, I also find that it really makes it that much harder to relax. Like I can go in my room or I can go in my office and close the door, but hearing all of the noise outside or even, I mean, truth be told, going in the room and closing the door, somebody's going to come and knock at the door. Um, particularly if I'm in my office, I will say that my family is pretty good about if they see that I go in my bedroom and close the door, by and large, they will leave me alone. But I don't go there for quiet as much as I do to my office. And so I've had to implement some things to let them know, like, when I do this, it means please do not even knock at the door. I really need this time. So it also has required me to figure out and establish new boundaries as well. Here recently, I think I have just come to realize that I don't know that the normal that I knew pre-pandemic will ever be my normal again. And so what I have started to do is implement different ways that I can get in some alone time or the alone time that I need so that I can be fully functioning and my best self when I am with my family and they truly need me. So here, um, I wanted to just share a few suggestions for how you can find time alone when it feels like time is limited. So my first suggestion is to nurture both your mental and emotional health. And what that looks like for every person will be different. Um, I can share that for me, uh, that nurturing looks like being consistent with my workouts. Um, I think about a month or two into the pandemic, I realized that I probably wasn't going to be able to get back to the gym anytime soon. And I was really feeling the effects of the consistency that I had started to build no longer being there. And so I ordered a Peloton bike. Um, while I ordered that bike thinking that I could pick up where I left off at, I just still uh, was not in a space to like really dive in. So it took me a little while. That bike sat there for at least a good six to nine months before I started to get consistent with it. But now my workout routine is a part of my daily life. I literally roll out of the bed, get up, brush my teeth, get on my exercise clothes. And for me, I have to get my workout in before my mind can convince me that I have other more important things to do. And so that is the first thing that I do at the top of the day. And it also helps shape my day. The days that I don't get my workout in, I definitely feel different. Another way that I am nurturing my mental health and even my emotional health is through 
um, meditation. And while I don't do this every day, one thing that I have started to implement is turning on a meditation to fall asleep at night or even turning on just like nature sounds, rain sounds, things like that to fall asleep to instead of turning on a TV show. I have found that I have to find ways to turn my my mind off like it's just always going and I would just be laying in the bed staring at the ceiling and not getting the proper rest. And so both increasing my physical activity and also meditating has proven to be so essential. And those are things I just don't compromise on in my in my daily schedule. The second thing that has proven to be really important for me in being able to carve out the alone time that I need is taking my cape off and asking for help. Um, I know as a woman, a lot of times we can wear this cape of, you know, I got it and I can do anything and everything. And we just go, 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 because it's what we feel that we have to do. I have set that thing down, folded it up, and I have not put it back on. I am not interested in wearing it anymore, and I ask for help when I need it. Now, even though I have a husband who is very willing and able to help and he does step in, I know that that is not the case for everyone, but I would say try to utilize the relationships that you have, your friendships, um, neighbors, partnering up with another single mom if that's your situation and seeing how you guys can be of assistance to each other to give each other the break that you need because the time is so essential and if you as a single mom are struggling to find time to yourself it's most likely that other single moms or single parents that have children around the same age are feeling the same way. And so maybe you can partner up with others so that you guys can be a support to one another. This one right here is so essential for me, and that is adding my things and my time to my to-do list. Um, I used to make a to-do list of things that I needed to do both on a weekly basis and then for each day, like niching down what actually needed to happen each day. But I never included like the things that I needed or the time that I needed for myself in that. It would just be like I would get it in where I saw there to be blank windows. Now, I actually schedule the time that I need, particularly if you follow me on social media, you see me talk about bath time. Like bath time has become one of my most essential alone time rituals. Every Sunday at the end of the day, after dinner has been served and we've had family time or whatever it is that's going to happen for that day, everyone knows because it is on the calendar that mom has bath time. And once I have bath time, that is it for me for the night. Um, I don't take just a 30 minute or one hour bath. My bath time has evolved from like an hour, which was the original plan to now I'm actually in the tub probably for two hours. I take my journals in there with me. I turn on some good music. If I feel like having a drink, I take that in there with me. Um, and I just really create a mood for myself and I relax. And that is my time when I get out of the tub. I don't interact with anybody pretty much after that. I am ready to go to bed and wind down and turn on a meditation or my nature sounds. And that is how I ground myself for the week ahead. Um, other things that I have to get done for myself, 
I also put those on the calendar and I make sure that everyone gets the notifications about them so that they don't expect things of me during those times. And that's essential just because like having that time in the car alone is something that I miss so much, like being able to listen to the music that I want to listen to. Um, <laughs> I like to listen to the rap with the cuss words. And when my kid is in the car, I definitely don't do that. Or at least I try not to. Let me keep it real. And so having that time where I need to go take care of things for myself and by myself is so essential so that I can listen to what I want to listen to or listen to an audiobook or um, play the music that I want to hear or listen to an interview, whatever it is. It's just my time that nobody else gets to interfere with. And so it is on the calendar and it is a part of my to do list. And then the last thing is just using your time strategically. I know that we, or at least me, I'll speak for myself and say me, um, I had got into the habit of like trying to multitask. So like when I had to run errands or if I had to spend time in the car, then maybe that's when I would be making appointments and making phone calls since I had the time and it was quiet um, and things like that. I no longer spend that time doing that. Like my alone time is not productivity time at all. It is for whatever I deem it to be for. And I don't feel bad about it. Um, one of the things that I use for my to-do list is this app called Artful Agenda. And so when I put things on my to-do list on a daily basis, if they don't get done and I don't check them off, they just roll over to the next day. And I actually love that because it's a reminder that the things that need to get done that are not like an emergency and absolutely time essential, they'll be there. Like they literally will roll over into the next day and it'll be fine. And so those are like the four things that I would suggest if you are feeling like time is limited, there is not enough time for you to give to yourself. Um, you want time, but just don't know how to go about it. These are a couple of things to keep in mind and just to get you started. And once you, at least for me, once I started getting the little pieces of alone time, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. And even my family can see the difference. Like, oh, mom is like, cool, <laughs> because she's had her time. And so they are also like, okay, wait a minute. What do you need? You need some time? All right, well, let's see how we can give you some time and you should be fine and blah, 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 blah. And so you just really have to ask for what you need and start to take what you need and everything and everyone else will adjust. And so these are just a couple of tips that I wanted to share because I had the realization that this pandemic has really shown me about me how essential it is that I have my alone time and that I have time in solitude. And I no longer feel guilty for taking the time that I need and you shouldn't either. I hope that you found this helpful and that you will consider subscribing to Transparency and Truth on wherever you like to listen to podcasts regularly, please head over to takinyahampton.com where you can read all things growth, personal development, and living authentically. If you are in need of help or need someone to help you define what it is that you need in this season of life, I would love to partner with you. We can book a discovery call and see if working together would be a good fit and go from there. Again, to KenyaHampton.com. Until next time, friends.